April Rose Speaking Podcast. What is this? This podcast is specifically about womanhood for any woman, black women, white women, all women. But understand that it's always about empowerment. Hi, Roses. So this episode um, that you're about to hear, first of all, I want to really apologize because I was not in the same location that I usually record. So it sounds different. The sound quality is very different. Please excuse that. I would have re-recorded it, but it's a lot of gems that I dropped and I didn't want to re-record. So please, I totally apologize for that. Also, I do really want to dedicate this episode to my father um, at this time. He's totally not feeling well, um, and I love him so much. So I really hope um, once he gets better that he gets a chance to just hear this episode, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. I love you, Roses. Bye. Hey, hey, it's another day, and this is another episode of April Rose Speaking. All my listeners, thank you for your support. This journey has been eye-opening, and I just am so grateful for your continued support. Uh, make sure that you're listening every Tuesday at noon Central Standard Time when I release new episodes. You can catch me on Spotify, Google, my podcast, also Instagram, Facebook, and also my platform is the Anchor app. So if you download that app, you're even able to speak to me um, and leave a voice comment so I can actually hear your voice, but keep the comments coming. I love them. So uh, we're winding down on the motherhood season. I have this episode and one more final episode after this next week. And uh, I think that you would be or will be quite... um, I don't know, ecstatic, uh, surprised, excited uh, to hear my next week's episode and the person that uh, is my final guest. So stay posted and make sure that you're listening um, to all the episodes. Get caught up on all the episodes. This is my second season. Um, Like I said, I am winding down. I'll be taking a break uh, so I can be bigger and better for you next season. So today my my episode that I thought about um, is something that's close to me and it's been just on my spirit, on my on my mind that I need to speak about this. But this episode is about motherhood and da 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 daddy issues. Yep. How did daddy get in the motherhood season? But I just think that uh, it's fitting because my daughter inspired this season, but during this season, my father um, is battling an illness, and I am so far away from him that I think about him every day, and yesterday at the end of work, like, I was just mentally exhausted, just um, just thinking about everything, me being so far away, him being sick, you know, my parents aging, Um, And then I got off the phone with my daughter today, and she's having some issues with her father. And so I just thought, hey, it's fitting. I'm a mother. This is motherhood, and this is something that I'm dealing with, and it's daddy issues. Um, So my father is a person who I'm very close to. 
and I probably became more close to him as an adult than as a child growing up. He um, worked for a while in the steel mills. He worked hours, um, but he was an alcoholic, and he still is to this day. Uh, so, you know, something that made me bring think about this season is because the issue that I have with my father might be an issue with a lot of ladies growing up. I can't speak for every woman, but I know my daughter is having this issue with her father. And it's, it's, I don't know how to explain it, but I know as far as in my situation, my father has an addiction. And I remember quite well, and even more now that he's going through this, but when I was five years old, around that age, I actually, you know, either wrote my father or I told him to his face. I can't remember. More than likely, I tried to write him a letter. And in that letter, I asked him to please stop smoking because at that time, I guess I found out that smoking was really bad. It can cause cancer. It makes people sick. It's not good. And I, you know, would see my father. That's something that he would pick up and go smoke. But not only as I was growing up did he smoke, he would drink, and he had other addictions um, that he was dealing with. And that was a very big impact on my childhood and on my mother and on my family growing up. So, you know, I gave my dad this letter and <clears throat> or the conversation that I had with him. I can't remember clearly. But he looked at me and he said, well, April, I'm going to have to die of something. And it just kind of took me aback that if it's something that you know that can possibly kill you, and you continue to do it. I guess at that age, I was just, like, taken aback with his answer. Um, and from then on, a lot of the things that my father did that I wasn't happy with, you know, it, it just became a disappointment for me. It became, a, it became a disappointment for me because it felt, as a daughter of a father, that he was choosing that addiction over me. And the same for my mother, you know, when it was things that, you know, I was just like, Mom, you really need to change this. You really need to look at this. And it makes you feel as a child that that parent, specifically my father, what he was doing, he was choosing that addiction over me. And to this day, he still does. Do I love him any less? No. It still hurts, but it doesn't hurt me as much as I was as it did as a child. And I think how I dealt with it was by pleasing my mother to make her happy because I know that he kind of would make her sad. And also I was an overachiever. I would go to school. No one knew what was going on at home. My parents would be fighting. My dad would go to jail for, you know, domestic violence. It was a time my mom went to jail for domestic violence. Um, so I would go to school and hide these things. And then, of course, I was Jehovah's Witness, so I would go door-to-door -door and talk to other people and help them with their issues. And I never really dealt in my mind and in my heart and in my home, you know, what I was dealing with. You know, I didn't really think about that. So I know that this is an issue for a lot of women is the daddy issues because it comes back up if you don't deal with it, which I didn't. And it comes up in your romantic relationships, uh, maybe in your friendships. But you're always looking for something to fill that hole that you never received from your father 
or or your mother, but specifically in this episode, I'm talking about father and daddy issues. Um, and pretty much, you know, when I had the conversation with my daughter, she was so upset with me because I said, Shania, you're going to have to deal with this. Mm-hmm. I mean, now, you know, I, I, I said it with a sense of urgency and she just didn't understand it. She just wanted me to listen to her. And I tried and I listened. I probably listened for 15, 20 minutes. And I listened and I listened. And when she doesn't hear a response from me, she gets upset. But then when I give her the response, she's upset. And it's like, you're going to have to deal with this. And this is why. I said, what you're dealing with with your father is a little different than what I dealt with with my father. But it's essentially the same thing. Because he's actually choosing what he's doing over you. And that doesn't mean you love him any less. And that doesn't mean that he he doesn't love you any less. But you have to accept your father where he is today. And that's how I moved on from my father and the disappointment that I had to deal with, that why don't you see me? Why won't you change? Why me being this human being that you brought into this world, why can't I change you? It's because they haven't really dealt with it themselves probably. They haven't looked themselves in the mirror. And if they haven't done that work for themselves, they're not going to do it for anyone else. So I had to deal with that with my father and just say, hey, this is an addiction of his. You know, if he can't rectify this, I can't do this for him. And the only thing I can do is tighten myself up and focus on my goals and just knock them out of the park. And that's kind of how I dealt through life. And that's how I have, like, this tough exterior on the outside. And I'm able to get past a lot of things that a lot of people are not able to get past. And thankfully, one of the things that I just threw myself into was being a Jehovah's Witness and learning the Bible. Because like I said, a lot of those things I regurgitate out now, and I don't know really where it came from, but it came from my childhood. So that's very good that I had that spiritual side to myself because it kind of went hand in hand. It was kind of a hurt wound that I had, and it actually filled that wound. So if any ladies out there who are dealing with daddy issues, if their father um, went through addiction or they left your mom or they beat your mom or they died, these are things like you cannot, you cannot change and you have to let it go because if not, it'll fester inside and it'll ruin your life. And moving forward, no other relationship will be able to thrive and flourish if you're holding on to something in the past. You have to let it go. Yeah, everybody have daddy issues and mommy issues. If you were raised by them, if you was put in a foster home, if you was adopted, everybody has these issues. But especially being a mother, and this is the motherhood season, you do not want to repeat those cycles. And something that just entered my mind, um, I really haven't spoke about physical abuse. I, I wasn't physically abused at all, but... I, you know, I, I discipline my kids. I spank my kids. I don't do it as often as probably people think I should or uh, what's the standard of, I don't know, how many spankings at a certain age. I don't really go by that. But I didn't really understand why some people stayed away from physical abuse. And I do believe in the Bible, and in the Bible it says spare, rise, pull the child. But sometimes you can't judge a person for not physically Um, spanking their children because you don't know where that anger is coming from because it could come from their childhood and the way they were raised. So if they were physically abused and culturally, we believe more in physical discipline um, 
you know, with a belt or I don't know. I've only been hit with a belt or a hand, but a hand, a belt, and people told me extension cords, switches. And, you know, some parents do know how to discipline and know the line not to cross is discipline. But where is that line between discipline and abuse? And you can't judge a person if they choose not to discipline their kids in that way. Um, I just went through an experience and, you know, I was talking to someone and we were talking about how we were raised and the different ways they were disciplined compared to mine, and it was really extreme. And so when they saw how I handled my kids, they thought that I should have went a step above. And for me talking to that person, I felt their way was too extreme. But at this age, getting close to 40, I'm just now realizing that when people decide not to um, discipline their kids in a physical manner, um, I cannot judge them because I do not know how they were raised and if that rage can come up and then it repeats its cycle and it goes on to their kids and then their kids grow up and it goes on to their kids. So a lot of issues going on out there, um, but that was on my heart today because my daughter is dealing with something with her father, just a, a, a issue, and I'm really trying to point her in the right direction because I don't want her to have daddy issues. I'm really trying to get her to love her father. I told her, you can't change him. I couldn't change him when I was with him. That's why I'm not with him. But he is your father, and you need to love him because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, and you just don't want that regret if something happens to your father and you don't have these um, issues resolved. Life is beautiful. Life is worth living. But life is very short. We are only on this earth for a short period of time. You know, I believe the eyes of God, a thousand years is like a day to God. You know, but for us, it's a blink of an eye, and, and, and we're gone. So why not just enjoy your father for who he is, forgive him of any imperfections that he has, and just deal with him as you interact with him. So if it's, you know, I don't really celebrate holidays, but family do get together around that time for me. But if you have to interact with your father during the holidays, you know, just interact with him. Give him a big hug. And then when those issues come up, you have to, like, stop them, um, kind of deal with them as they come, try to talk to them, let them know how you feel. If they give you the reaction, excuse me, that you want, that is perfect. But if they don't give you the reaction that you're wanting, you have to let that issue go and move on because adults rarely change. I mean, there's just unless they want to or there's something that's extreme that makes them change, adults usually don't change. So you have to, and that's anything in life, you have to deal with your own reaction to things. I'm very, very interested in emotional intelligence. And I feel in some ways I am very emotionally intelligent in certain instances, but I feel like I have a really long way to go. And uh, I think a lot of my temperament comes from my mother. She gets very hyper. Uh, I remember her losing her keys like every other day. And, and everybody in the house is tense because she's like, where's my keys? Where's my keys? And <laughs> I see myself kind of doing that now. Like I don't know how to calm myself down sometimes and just relax and say, okay, take a few steps back, think about the steps where you were, you know, but even at work, even at home, 
learning to be that emotionally intelligent person. Everyone who's listening to my podcast, All of the Roses, make sure that you research emotional intelligence. And basically, I'll give you an example of emotional intelligence or maybe the definition. Emotional intelligence is basically going through something or dealing with something, and even though it doesn't really agree with the way you feel on the inside or maybe um, it's just something that's not settling with you or just not the way that you would do things, but let's say you're in a team environment at work and someone came up with an idea uh, and it's something that you necessarily wouldn't go that route, um, and maybe it's a person that you're not close with and you're having issues with, the whole concept of emotional intelligence is that you can move past those issues for the greater good. And that's the best way I can explain it, for a better outcome, for a greater outcome. And that's what I hope for every single role's slash listener of the April World Speaking Podcast, that you learn from me during these podcasts, but you also better yourself and also learn emotional intelligence so that you can always have an outcome for the greater good. If you can't get that reaction out of your father that you want and in your head that you wanted this daddy and this close relationship and the dad that lifted you up in the air and hugged you and and loved you and told you you're like the best thing since sliced bread, even though you don't get that reaction, that you can keep the calm in the family, that you can keep the calm in the relationship, or you can mend that relationship and maybe not mend it, but just make sure it's for the greater good. So that's really what I was thinking to speak to you about was the daddy issue. So sorry, nothing too juicy, you know. Uh, you know, I, hey, I, I have two baby daddies. I, I, I've been married. I'm divorced. Uh, my kids, my girls, and my boys have different fathers. I, I'm not ashamed of that. It's life. Um, baby daddy issues definitely got those, but that's not really what this podcast was about motherhood and daddy issues is specifically for the mothers who may have issues with their fathers and that I hope that you can resolve them, become emotionally intelligent to the point where you are not passing down any issues from one generation to another. And that's it. And that's all I wanted to say to you, Roses. So I hope that you guys have a wonderful day. And remember, that this podcast is for everyone, but specifically women, black women, all women, but always remember that this podcast is about empowerment. Thanks, Roses, and you have a good day. Goodbye.